God put your greatest miracle in your greatest mess. You got to sweat in the dry places. And the Lord told me to tell you, you've gone as far as you can go by yourself. God said, I want you to have sweat equity because if you don't sweat, you won't take care of this. I want you to put your back into it. God said, dig it out. Thirty-six percent of Americans have never been to a doctor. Sixty million Americans have reported mental health issues, and only forty-five percent have ever been to a therapist. We're not building for expansion because our parents didn't have to go to therapists because they didn't have the stress you got, they didn't have the pressure you got, they didn't have the anxiety you got. They didn't have millions of people in their pocket through their phone. They're not surrounded by strangers, fake friends who are all in your business trying to decide whether they like your hairdo or not. They didn't have to contend with that. Your mama's friend was her next door neighbor. You got friends all the way from other countries commenting on what shoes you got on and you take them seriously. So you got pressure coming from the right and from the left and from the north and from the south and you're completely stressed out by people that you could actually cut off. But because you don't think like kings, you think you have to keep them on and you think their opinion matters and you got the nerve to get your feelings hurt about what they said like they matter to your life. But if you're like a king, you don't let nobody come up in your life like a pauper and control your decisions by your circumstances. Stay with me. Stay with me, stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. So Jehoram, who is the king of Israel and has not wholly followed the Lord, he's been better than his father Ahab. He's torn down the, the, the statues to Baal and he's torn down the high places, but he has not wholly followed the Lord. He hooks up with Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah. And he hooks up with Jehoshaphat because Jehoshaphat had the hookup. Jehoshaphat had a relationship with God. Jehoshaphat didn't wait till he got in trouble to call on God. Jehoshaphat had an anointing on his life. Jehoshaphat knew what a true word from God was. Jehoshaphat had been a praying man. His ways had pleased the Lord. He hooked up with somebody who had favor. And he knows that he cannot go against the king of Moab by himself. And he gets the king of Eglon. And these three kings are strategizing how they can't defeat the king of Moab by themselves. But as a team, they can defeat him. And the Lord told me to tell you, you've gone as far as you can go by yourself. Come on. You've gone as far as you can go by yourself. God is going to put you in a circle that's going to stretch you. 
and they may not be people who always agree with you, but God is going to use them to catapult you into the next dimension. These three groups of people weren't even the same kinds of people, but God's going to bring you into a place where somebody's going to finance what he prophesied was going to happen in your life, and somebody's going to open up a door that takes you into the next dimension. And the Lord said, if you don't expand your relationships, you're going to get defeated where he promised you to have victory. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I know I'm talking to somebody. Let me apologize to all the people this message don't fit because this is a prophetic word for somebody who's trying to think like a king and not like a pauper. And if I'm talking to you, I want you to open your mouth and make some noise in this place. Fist bump somebody and tell them I'm building for expansion. I'm not building for approval. I'm not building for you to like me. I'm not building so you don't hate on me. I'm building for expansion. I know you don't understand it because you're still back in the depression, but I'm building for expansion. And you know what? I'm forgetting those things which are behind, and I'm reaching to those things which are before. I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I don't even call what I used to call a problem is not a problem. What was a problem has become a normal because I have learned how to spread the weight over a team, which means even though I'm afraid of you, I'd rather let you in and get the victory than stay by myself and be defeated. Y'all don't hear me. I'm talking to somebody. Who am I talking to in this place? Jehoram is the king of Israel. And Jehoram has decided, we're going to go by the way of the wilderness. And he gets out in the wilderness and says, the, Moab, the Moabites are going to kill us. You, you know, you always got that friend. They said, child, I feel sorry for you. You ain't going to make it out of this. You should have stayed where you are. You should have played where it was safe. You always got that friend, that sand ballot to buy a sort of friend that's trying to get you to come down off the wall. You're not supposed to be up there. You can't do that. You can't have this. You can't have the other. I remember when I first moved to Dallas, we were looking at a house in a particular neighborhood, and a friend of mine told me, said, oh, you can't buy in that neighborhood. They don't allow us in that neighborhood. I said, they may not allow us, but they're going to allow me because I'm going to buy this house. Slap somebody and tell them I'm going to be the first one. I'm going to break a rule. I'm going to break through a wall. I'm going to break through a barrier. I'm going to be the first one. 
Says Anita, I'm gonna be the first one. I'm gonna go where my grandma didn't go, where my mama didn't go, where my sister didn't go, where my auntie didn't go. I'm breaking into another dimension. I'm gonna be first. I may have to learn how to dress. I may have to learn how to walk. I may not know who to call. Who is Elijah? I don't know who Elijah is, but I'm gonna meet him today. So they are out here. Can I preach this? So they are out here in the wilderness, and the place is dry. Anytime God is going to get ready to really bless you with a promise, you have to go through a dry place. If there's anybody in here that's been in a dry place, it's because you're getting close to the promised land. When the children of Israel were going to the promised land, they had to go through a dry place. A dry place is a sign that you're getting close to the milk and honey. When you're tired and you're weary and you're frustrated and you don't have what you want and you don't have what you need, it's because God's got you in the wilderness. And if God's got you in the wilderness, you are closer to the promised land than you've ever been before. So while Jehoram with his carnal self was trying to tell them that they were going to be defeated by the Moabites, Jehoshaphat said, is there a prophet in Israel? This is why you got to have a great man of God. I got to have a great man or woman of God. I can't have no deadbeat man or woman of God because when I need a word from God, I need a word from God. I need a God. I need a word from God on Sunday that gets me ready for Monday. I need a word from God that makes me drop my notepad and throw my hands up and praise God. I need a word from God that shows me which door I need to walk in. So they call Elijah. And Elijah came out the door and he saw Jehoram and almost went back in. He said, because I wouldn't even deal with you. I wouldn't even deal with you. You've been serving Baal. Your mama served Baal. Your daddy served Baal. You led Israel down the wrong path. I wouldn't even deal with you. Except you got Jehoshaphat with you. Jehoshaphat had the favor of God. Let me tell you what's going to get you at the table. They may have the money, they may have the land, they may have the title, but you got the favor of God. Oh, no. Shandobo Kosha. Shandobo Kasha. Hallelujah. You got two minutes left to give God some praise. You got two minutes left to give God the glory. You got the favor of God. 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 Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop acting pitiful. You got the favor of God. You might not have had no mama, but you got the favor of God. You might not have had no daddy, but you got the favor of God. You might not have a degree, but you got the favor of God. You might not own a Porsche, but you got the favor of God. Everybody in here that's got the favor of God. Oh God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Make some noise up in this place. I may have lost my job, 
but I didn't lose my favor. I may have lost my car, but I didn't lose my favor. I may have lost my husband, but I still got the favor of God. Hallelujah. Where my Jehoshaphat's at? Make some noise in this place. Never have we needed your support more vitally than we do right now because we are on the move for God. And if you have not been on the move for God, I want to challenge you to get busy and get on the move doing what God created you to do. In whatever field you're in, God planted you there for a reason to be the salt of the earth. All ministry is not about pulpits. All ministry is not about singing in the choir. All ministry is not about clapping your hands in church. Whatever you're doing to help lift, change, fortify, strengthen people, you are in the ministry. Everybody who's got a ministry, stand up on your feet. That ought to get everybody, yeah. We are laborers together with God in Christ Jesus. How many of you are believing God to bless your ministry, whatever it is? If it's doing hair, if it's putting on makeup, it's still a ministry. So Jehoshaphat said, send for the minstrels. And he said, let them start playing music. Marcus, start playing me some music or whoever's playing. Start, yeah, 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 play me some music. Yes. 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 When I asked him to play music, I was sending Judah first. Because when you start praising him on the instruments, it provokes the prophetic utterance to begin to flow in the room. And even though Elijah was a prophet, he still needed an anointed minstrel. Because when the minstrel is anointed, it releases the word of God to flow. It's like water breaking in the womb of a woman. And God opens up with a word that you couldn't get before because the water just broke. Slap somebody and tell them the water just broke. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. This is what he says, and this is important. This is the most important part of the text. I'm just now getting to the point. Thus saith the Lord unto you, dig ditches in your valley. Now, Lord, this ain't no time to dig. I'm already thirsty. I'm already dry. I'm already empty. And you want me to dig? Why don't you just dig? Why don't you just open up the ditch? Why do you want me to dig? God said, I want you to have sweat equity. Because if you don't sweat, you won't take care of this. I want you to put your back into it. I want you to put your sweat into it. I want you to expend some effort into it. I want to see calluses on your fingers. I want you to have an investment so that you won't let no devil take your anointing.
away from you. I wanted to cost you something. I'm not Santa Claus. I'm not coming down the chimney to give you something that you don't have no sweat equity. Dig ditches. Dig it out, 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 dig it. God said dig it out. My question, my problem was, when you study it out, the valley was actually a dry riverbed. It's where water used to be. And I said, Lord, it's where water used to be. Why didn't you just restore it to what it used to be. He said, tell my people, I am not going to restore because if I restore, I'll just bring you back to where you was. So I want you to dig ditches in the valley because what I got for you is more than what you ever had before. I want you to expand your capacity. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying, watch this. Can I, oh God, I don't know whether to preach or teach or holler or scream or stand on my head. My God, but while you was laying on the floor, God was expanding your capacity. While you was walking in new doors, God was expanding your capacity. While God was giving you influence in new places, God was expanding your capacity. God's expanding your relationships, now he's expanding your capacity. You, you've gone to the limit of being exhausted, but what used to exhaust you don't exhaust you anymore because your capacity has grown to another dimension. I'll go deeper than that. What used to hurt me don't hurt me no more. Devil, if you want to use something on me, you're going to have to use something better than what you used to use. Because what used to send me home crying don't send me home crying anymore. Who am I preaching to in this place? Expand your capacity. If I had time to teach, I'd teach you that God always responds to our capacity. That's what he means when he says, he that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. He said, I will fill you to the level of your capacity. If you're not hungry for much, I won't give you much. That's what he meant when he sent manna down from heaven. The Bible said, according to their hunger, God sent the manna. He doesn't want you to waste it. He wants you to have the capacity to receive on the next level. That's why you ought not be jealous when I get 12 loaves and you get five loaves because God gave you what you can handle. I want to talk to my hungry people. This whole thing started with God filling capacity. When God formed Adam out of the dust of the earth, he created capacity. He created him with lungs so that when he would blow in him, he would have something to fill. God fills capacity. When the woman was about to die, the Bible says she told him to borrow vessels. And as long as there was capacity, the oil flowed. When they ran out of capacity, the oil stopped flowing. When God made the tabernacle, he filled it with furniture. When he made the holies of holies, he filled it with glory. When he made the day of Pentecost, he filled it with the Holy Ghost. Wherever there's capacity, 
God will fill. And I just want to know, is there any capacity up in this place? Is there any capacity in this place? Does anybody have any room left? I know you've been blessed, but if you got the capacity to go to the next level, lift your hands and open your mouth and holler. Holler in your living room. Holler in your house. Holler at your kitchen table. If you got capacity, get away from them folk that don't have capacity because they'll try to drag you down to their level and make you satisfied with what they're satisfied with. You got to go up a little higher and find somebody who's got capacity on your level, who understands your appetite, who understands your drive, who understands your hunger. Because when you get around somebody who's got your capacity or more, they can offer you something that other people can't offer you. You have been running around with people that's been draining you because they didn't have no capacity. All they could do was borrow from you. But you need to get in a bigger room so that you can go to some place that when they preach, they fill you up. When they teach, they cause you to overflow. I'm looking desperately for somebody that's got capacity to go to the next level because the Lord told me that he's getting ready to expand somebody. Can you handle it? Type on the line, I can handle it. Shout out your mouth, I can handle it. Shout out your mouth in the balcony, I can handle it. Open your mouth and holler, I can handle it. I'm ready to go for it, I'm ready to receive it. I'm ready for it to happen. God said, dig ditches in your valley. Expand the capacity because I'm not going to do an encore to an old miracle. and fill the river to what it used to be. Because if I only fill it to what it used to be, it could dry up again. God said, dig ditches in your valley. Oh, I'm getting ready to get good now. When they dug ditches in their valley, I thought maybe God would let it rain and fill it up. But then he says, this will not be natural. This will be supernatural. Watch this, watch this, watch this. There will be no warning. The prophet said there will be no wind. There will be no rain. You won't see it coming. You can't wait till the rain comes and starts digging. There will be no wind. There will be no rain. You're just going to look up and water's going to start filling up. The more you dig, the more I'm going to feel. The more you open up, the more I'm going to feel. I feel a prophetic utterance coming in this place. Maybe it's online. Maybe it's in another country. Maybe it's in another city. Who am I preaching to? If it's you, holler at your boy. You mean I'm going to be in a dry place 
and you want me to sweat in a dry place. You got to sweat in the dry places. It ain't going to come without sweat. It ain't going to come because you wish for it. It ain't going to come because you think you deserve it. It ain't going to come because you think it's supposed to happen. It's not even going to come because you got a prophetic word. God ain't watching your mouth. He's watching your shovel. Put your back into it. Because this is going to be bigger than you thought it was. It's going to go deeper than you've ever been before. This river has never been this deep. You're going to new ground. You're going to new territory. I created a river, but you're going to have to dig a ditch because where God is getting ready to take you has never been done before. You're going to have to dig ditches in my riverbed because God said there will be no wind. There will be no rain. There will be no sign. You're just going to look up and there's going to be water everywhere. Touch seven people and say water everywhere, water everywhere, water everywhere. Water in my business, water in my marriage, water with my children, water in my ministry, water in my house, water on my job. When you get to the seventh person, praise him like you lost your mind. Open. Praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him. I'm not praising him for what he did on yesterday. I'm not even praising him for what he did on the day. I'm praising him for the water that's about to break loose in my life. I need a faith praise. I need a faith praise. I need a faith for anybody in the balcony, in the back, in the front, on the walls, and online, is there anybody in the building that will praise him for what's about to break loose? I'm getting ready for what's next. I want to learn the language of the role. I want to be in the place where people are thinking forward. Count your blessings and be ready for more. For your gift of any amount, remind yourself of God's love all year with the Ready for More 2024 wall calendar. Faith will make you get ready for something that hadn't even there yet. Faith will make you start laying out plans and diagrams and getting ready and setting up situations for something you can't even pay for. For your gift of $90 or more, you'll also receive the 2023 Custom Christmas Ornament as a reminder of God's goodness. For your gift of $175 or more, you'll receive the Gifts of the Wise Men Anointing Oil Box Set, a beautiful wood box containing frankincense, mirth, and symbolic faux gold, in addition to the Christmas ornament and calendar. The only thing you have to do to get out of the situation you're in right now is change your mind. Anything is possible through God. Call or click today. Disruptive thinking disruptive patterns of thought are essential for such a time as this. Break through old barriers. Shatter old paradigms. New experiences, fresh ideas.
Registration is now open for the 2024 International Leadership Summit. Continue your growth and elevate your journey with world-class speakers and transformative workshops. Coming home to Dallas, Texas, the 2024 International Leadership Summit is where the world's most visionary leaders gather. I want you to be in the room where it happens. Act now and secure next year's spot at the best possible price. I believe God has something for you. Register today at thisisios.org and empower your leadership journey. Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.